Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to Last Minute Kickout. I, as always, am Pete Stankreed Navigate, joined by my fellow wrestling pundits of LMKO fame. One, Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva, Eva. Greetings. And one, Mr. John Turbo Finley. How are you doing, sir? Doing all right. Good to hear. So, we are here to talk about AEW All Out. How did you feel about this one, gentlemen? Mm. It had its good points and it had its bad points. Um, and a lot of stuff that still needs work. I'd agree with that. But we still have, we still have, uh, we have a champion. And as of the time of recording, we have a belt again as well. After after it was nicked, so oh, it actually turned back up already. Is it? Yeah, it was yeah. found apparently at the side of a road. Of course, it was. Yeah, okay. Buy some cops. But um, I, I think it was one of the most predictable cards. I think going into it, as it's building for the the new TV tapings that are starting. I wish it wasn't that week? predictable. Is it this week? <laughs> Oh, uh, it's soon. It's soon. It's soon. I'm not coming for it's, it. It's, it's October. Oh, 2nd. so it's, an, it's another month away then. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, an, it's a few weeks. For away, some yeah. reason, is it, is it NXT that starts this? NXT month? starts in two weeks, I believe. September the something. Yeah, September something. Yeah. Okay, so um, I thought it was relatively predictable going into it because it was obviously leading to some things. Uh, with the exception, I've got a couple of things wrong, um, but we'll talk about that as we go on. Uh, the buy-in, I believe all three of us watched it. Yes. 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 So, the 21-woman casino battle royale, starting with the clubs of Shalandra Royal, Lever Bates, Faber, Faby, Ap- Apache, uh, Priscilla Kelly, and Nyla Rose. Man, they really pushed Nyla, Co- Nyla Rose here, didn't they? Well, this was the counter to... The previous ones, where it was like it was kind of obvious that Nyla Rose should have gone over relatively strongly, and then she didn't, and then everyone was like, "Huh, that's strange. Isn't she going to be your your powerhouse? Isn't she well, going to be, be your... her awesome Kong?" Yeah, but... that's it. I was yeah, going to well, say like we've and, awesome and, Kong. Yeah, everyone was kind of confused, and everyone was like, "Well, you you should have given her." The push, and well, I mean, then I'll say this. The push. I'll say this: they've made both Awesome Kong and Nyla Rose believable as monsters because they don't do the standard, typical thing they do in WWE with Braun and uh, Nia Jax, where you know they just stumble around forever. You mm. know, they they take the hits and then they get back to it, like they're Perm- permanent video game dizzy state. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. Belie- my point is is that they're believable monsters. You know, yeah. there's there's not a lot of this stagger which we've seen a yeah. lot of. So, I don't know if I'm right on this, but uh, I've been here hearing. Uh, I think there was like one comment on regarding Nile Rose and whatnot. Uh, I I don't know if this is right or whatever, but I think she's like uh, a transgender wrestler. She is. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. So it it is quite interesting uh, that um, you know. They're gonna be pushing this angle. I, I don't know if they'll. I don't know if they'll be like uh, the WWE kind of like emphasizing and it's like 
emphasize that one fact about her constantly they, they, pushing that as I a mean, factor and whatnot. It was, but no, it's good that uh, someone of her um, stature is getting this push and getting this att uh, attention of uh, it was you know, only really being up for the chance of. Yeah. It was only really mentioned uh, when she was hired, and then it's really yeah. just fallen away since there. It's not something that's really brought up a lot at all. Yeah, and yeah. that's fine. Just the one mention. That's it. Uh, 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 which is actually what it should be. Is that exactly what you you said, Pete? Because it was something one of the stuff that Brandy said in terms of their you know their equality being equality. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, they, they've they've not mentioned it again. And why bring it up? No. Doesn't need to be brought up. Doesn't need to be the focus. And but, that's good. And you're and Turbo, you're completely right because otherwise, if it was WWE with a Michael Cole being yanked from below, it's yeah. like every five seconds. Did you know? Mm. Yeah, but, and um, we don't need that. No, we don't. Um, looking at the actual. Uh, eliminations list for the entirety of the Battle Royal, it does seem like pretty much only specific people got, got eliminations here. So, um, But Nyla Rose uh, eliminated all the clubs before the Diamonds appeared, or the mm -hmm. next set. And the Diamonds were consisted of Penelope Ford, Shazza McKenzie, Sadie Gibbs, Big Swole, and uh, Dr. Britt Baker. Yeah. Mm. So, um... Who we all thought was going to be the next, uh, you know, one of the heads. I, I, she is still like a a header for the division. Oh, she, 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 in terms in terms of pop, she got the biggest. Pop oh, she at was that a hometown time. girl, though, wasn't she? Uh, I believe so. Actually, I think she what, might have had. It some... helps, but I've, I've, in terms of recognizable within AEW, even at this early stage, yeah. obviously she's mm -hmm. uh, one of, as you say, one of the headlines. Absolutely, of the division. Um, but this was uh, it was interesting. Still, um, a lot of the ladies here survived a little bit longer uh, mm -hmm. until we got to the spades of Tennille Dashwood, uh, Evelise, uh, which I believe was Emma. Yes, no, Tennille Dashwood no, was Emma. Tennille Dashwood. Dashwood. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, uh, who used to be Emma in WWE? Mm -hmm. uh, Recognised the shades. That was good. I like I like seeing Emma again. Uh, B Priestley, Brandy Rhodes, and Awesome Kong. Obviously, with Brandy Rhodes as usual. Uh, they all did some damage and everything else, and then they were accompanied by the hearts of Ali, Nicole Savoy, Teal Piper, ODB, and Jazz, who, amazingly, Jazz is looking real good these days. Jazz, yeah. is, one of, Jazz is one of those women in wrestling who never ages. Hmm. I think I think she'd be good as a, a good trainer for AEW's oh, women division. Yeah, but much like what we said the other the other week with um, with Awesome Kong, mm -hmm. Jazz be your uh, equivalent of who's the lady at Performance Center? Uh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, can't remember her name at the moment, but she's like her name, her name escapes me, and I'm kind of embarrassed by that. But you, you guys know what what we mean. Have jazz because she's now not got the the NWA title anymore either, so she's she's technically freed up, I guess. Mm. That was a really weird combination because it was all it was all a bit of a mess, and but no one sort of really realised what was going on, and it, it's something I'm going to come back to at the end, but. I'm not quite sure why you you had this this weird combination of of jazz and ODB coming down together. 
Yeah. 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 It's like, yay! The, it, it was the, a the weird joint pop of ODB. What the hell's ODB doing there? What on earth is that? I, I think she's just she's just the the you know the way pop kind of like thing. It's like hey, it's it's the bit it, it's, it's the for the old DNA audience, everybody. It's ODB. Uh, but the taking the Joker card was Mercedes Martinez, mm. who got a massive pop. But I didn't really, I didn't know. I who had was. no clue who Mercedes. Uh, she's a former WWE girl, I believe. See, I thought it was when it said Mar- Martinez, and I thought it was someone who used to be there. I'm it's either T it's either WWE or TNA. Uh, she is a Impact Pro previous wrestler, so Impact, aye, Impact, yes, so Impact. Yeah. Also known as Maria. Toro. Oh no, she was in WWE. She was, uh, she was as Martinez, and she was in the May Young Classic tournament in 2017. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah, well, there you go. There you go. That's why. Um, I enjoyed this. Um, I thought it was believable all the way through. Uh, I enjoyed it. There was nothing really I've got to say that was against this, really. Uh, I mean, uh, there was a couple of uh, botches here and there. Like, um, uh, I I heard uh, there was some backstage, uh, like, uh, some fire scenes and stuff that was uh, revolved around this, like some no-selling between, uh, I can't remember... B Priestley and yeah. uh, you mean like at fight of fight fight it was like fight fest fight for the fallen where B Priestley Sadie? also did I'm no sell no sell a lot of shit. Uh, well, aye, it was it was, it was some some in ring scuffle that was uh, being thing. Uh, I liked uh, Teal Piper. Uh, you know, Roy Piper. Didn't really uh, see a lot of her there though. Her. Like, well, granted, it's it's early. It's her. Pretty much her first exposure in like on the mainstream wrestling scene because she's only I think she only had like a couple of indie stuff. She's only starting up her career. She's still, so yeah, it, she's she's still, still got a while really yet. And it's uh, great to see. Yeah, it's good to see Rod- Roddy's uh, you know family getting into. I mean, her, uh, his son is an MMA fighter and he's in that world. So it's good to see his daughter being in professional wrestling world. Um, doing her thing she could be the next charlotte who knows but um probably not as bad but uh um i mean her appearance in here even though it was very brief you know i still commend it she did do the finger poke you know that got a nice reaction from yeah. everybody. Jeez, uh, but, but i think she was, but i think she was supposed to be eliminated by uh awesome kong uh where she inadvertently put her through the middle rope but then she had to come it back in and then get eliminated nobody acknowledged the actual elimination because everyone was saying uh, some of the reviewers that have been going out and saying it's like where did she get eliminated i don't know how she got eliminated she got eliminated by someone else when she came back in well, well, so, yeah, there was a lot that, there was a lot going on in terms yeah, of the structure like when like people were be. coming out people were being eliminated and there was a nice number of eliminations that were were missed yeah um right Casino Battle Royale, our second one we've had. I like the fact. I like the fact, by the way, that we have a, effectively have an interchangeable battle royal format. It can be the women's division. It can be the men's division. It doesn't matter which. The women's division needs more structure at this time. Well, uh, granted, it didn't have any of the Japanese stars in it. Yeah, but so we've, so we've got all of that on the side. Mm-hmm. 
which wasn't involved in this at all. And then we've got all these, all this, this, this our entire other roster of women, five of which have, you know, actually things going on. Many of which in this were just sort of first timers, potentially only timers. Uh, we've lost a couple of people, including Smiley Kylie, who's gone off and doing going to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt kind of pedestrian, if I'm honest. If to begin with, the the the, the crowd finally came alive when B Priestley came out, mm-hmm. and Britt Baker did something that. You would do. I love it when when wrestling actually does something that. No, yeah, you would do that. Um, as soon as she saw that Britt Baker, that um, that sorry, B Priestley was kind of Britt Baker went straight out of the ring and tried to beat her head in for concussing her in the last pay per view. Uh, that was like, that made sense, but they need to do something about the structure, and I think twenty people is too much. I don't know. I think it works because... better for what it is. It's uh, it uh, the way the way they've got it structured for the Casino Battle Royale right now is like if we ever want to do a, a Royale type uh, battle, like a Royal Rumble type match, then we can do this, and you're not having to wait an hour to see everybody coming. But in the problem with that is that the benefit of the Rumble format, which I know is a different type of match than a Battle Royale. But the, the great advantage of the Rumble is that everybody gets their moment everybody gets their spot everyone well. gets their acknowledgement and in this and as it stands it's like a group it's like five people coming out all of a sudden oh and there's stuff going on in the ring and and everyone kind of just mixes and merges like i said we had that situation with jazz came out and it was just like and it was like oh and jazz is there as well literally the commentary it was like it was, it was like, oh jazz oh uh, oh stuff's happening in the ring sorry it, it's a weird situation. I honestly think they should whack it down to 15. Have it have it start with two people. So it's a little bit so it's a little bit different. So you have it start almost like Rumble, and then you have uh four groups of three come out. It kind of takes it away from the twenty one aspect though, which is what they're aiming for. To keep I know type thing. Hmm. And then but then you can have the Joker as as that. I get, uh, I get what you're saying. Um, I think I think it's a very div- diverse subject right now because people want to see it work. Some people want to see more of it to make sure it, it works properly as it is. Some people don't mm. don't think it works at all. So yeah. I think it's divisive. I enjoy it for what it is, but I do get well, what you're saying. It's well, great for getting lots of people on the screen fast, but in terms of actually doing anything for anybody in the ring, it very, does very little. Well, well I mean... Granted- the Royal Rumble format didn't go off well to begin with either back in the day. It, did, huh. it took a while for it to get a starting off point. And this is the same with this Casino Battle Royale, is that it's starting off. This is its first iteration of it. I think so, why they can get away with the Casino Battle Royale as it is right now is because no like other than the big singles competitors right now at the top of the card, no one's really classified as a face or a heel. Like when the actual... Uh, TV programming comes along that's going to obviously change because they're going to need to have that and they're going to need to have stables mm. and then when it comes down to if you have the clubs come out and it's a mixture of face and heels then yeah I can understand that but it might just they might just break down to face heels slash stables you know yeah mm. but if, again that's what I'm saying if it was the free 
then you're more likely to have a sort of like, oh, here's a whole stable coming yeah. out. Here's a, yeah. Here's, here's, an, here's an alliance think, all coming I think, out. I think, that, be... I think that format would be best if... Now, granted, WWE have the the War Games license, I think, yes, they do. at the moment. But if this was a War game style of, like, the Casino War Games kind of like thing, where you have four teams in suits, and... You know, they have like whoever oh. have the suits, and they come into the war games, and then when all suits come in, it's you know uh, the match beyond and all that. I think that would be a better format of using the the factor of suits going yeah. into a match and whatnot. That, or like, or like, what, like World War Three. Aye. Yeah. Well, that, World War Three. World War Three is more of like a. I think. Yeah, I think we're a bit too long on this, think. to be honest. Hey, so, hey, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey. Nyla Rose won with 10 eliminations, so she goes on to face the winner of Riho uh, and Hikaru Shida for the inaugural AEW Women's World Championship, which I believe is on the first show on October it is, 2nd. It's a very pretty looking belt as well. It is, very nice. Um, so we move on to the second and last match on the, the buy-in, which was Private Party of Isaiah uh, Is- As- Kennedy and Mark Quinn, and they were up against the team of Angelico and Jack Evans in a tag team yeah, match. Private Party. Yeah. Yeah. Private, private Party versus, um, versus Angelico and Jack Evans once they, again they in their cycle like right. So. Meh. What do you guys think or about the, this? The Extreme Chewit Party. Um... Considering the last, the first time we saw a Private Party, which was also the last time we saw a Private Party, um, it was that I would argue they were all out then. They were not all out here. I thought it was pretty sort of. I think it was a very it was by the numbers kind of match. Yeah, it, was... it, it felt like a TV show match. Yeah. I, yeah, I they weren't. I, they weren't going all in full cylinders. Here's the thing. Kev, granted, I mean, how you've now classified that match is a lot of how I feel most of this card was. To be fair, um, annoying as it was, uh, I, I think a lot of this felt like TV show matches. Um, this this one especially though, yeah. this, in terms in terms of in terms of formula, we got, we had a couple of. A couple of uh, creative high-flying spots, but to be honest, Private Party weren't exactly... I don't think they were there mentally for this yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, they had it for the finish. Yeah. You know, that, mm. uh, that was it. Uh, the... Gin and juice. Yeah, gin and juice from the second rope uh, into the cutter. Um, it, it, it was it was very nice of Jack Evans to, to save him from breaking his neck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he, he was falling off that poison rada. <laughs> oh yeah, those poison ranas. Jeez. Yeah, stop. Yeah, there was there was get, a lot a good... of those, that. There was a lot of those happening throughout the card, which was mm. kind of ridiculous at times. The, time. the uh, reverse hurricane rana, poison rana. Fancy. It was a very by the numbers match. Uh, private party walked away with a win on it. Um, enjoyable to watch. Uh, once through, it's not going to be a memorable thing that you go back and watch for. Maybe yeah. an opener rather than have the battle royale to close the buy-in. I think would have been better. And then you had the heel turn at the end as the well. The heel turn, yeah. yeah. I'm quite happy they did that because I, I think it's, and Jack it's evident. He did something. Yeah, because they they have that aura about them. 
the that needed that that they needed to be because they had that cockiness already they had yeah. they were they were they're this uh you know off today kind of like mentality mm. and they were doing the they were, of course i knew that they were gonna they were gonna get boo booed when they start doing bloody dabs and whatnot so uh yeah yeah you're in chicago guys <laughs> it's not gonna go down well but i'm gonna think they no. Um, I whilst some of the camera work was a bit uh, throughout, um, I did appreciate them capturing the moment um, really well when uh, Angelica realised what private party were going to be doing, and they caught him as he was he was on the turnbuckle, and he was, he realised what he realised what was happening. You can see it in his face, and he dived towards to try and stop, but he missed. He wasn't he was he just wasn't quick enough. Yeah. That that was nice. There was, there was a couple of moments where actually there was there was some really good camera work, but the and then a, a lot of it was a bit sort of they're still they're still finding their feet. I yeah, know. I production was still a bit choppy at points throughout the night, but I'll definitely commend that they got the announced team right uh, going on. Of course, for the pre pre show uh, buy in, they had uh, Golden Boy and uh, Excalibur again, which is great, and of course. When we come to the main card, we got good old JR on there, and by God, this is this is the commentary team that they are that going work, it works. with. It works. It I, works. It works perfectly. I personally want JR to call it a day. Um, no, it's understandable because he was a lot of his a lot of his commentary over the course of the night was not all there, and thankfully he was tiring. Uh, he, he was. He does sound tired. Yeah, uh, the other two guys I think are more than capable enough to do it. They held up everything. They caught JR on his mistakes and they caught JR when he slipped up. I don't think they need JR. And I think JR will, once it gets to TV, I think JR will be stepping aside or and maybe only doing the PPV commentary. Well, if we've got, if depending upon what they're doing with Shiavani. Uh, you know, like it's, I'm so tired it. of three. It's too many voices in a three-man commentary booth on on uh, pay-per-view and television wrestling. It's too many voices, and the conversation gets lost. At least when it's a, a back and forth between two people, it's very easy to keep hold of what it was. Hmm. But that, in saying that, like Jerry Lawler and the JR were very distinctive with their voices. You know, back in the day. Yeah, but at the moment, where's this big thing over three-man commentary booths? And we've gone over this before. On yeah. the show, we don't really need to get into it, but they, I don't think JR needs to do commentary, and I, I really think he should not. He should just take a step back, work on um, producing and everything else. I mean, the the um, behind the scenes stuff that we had in the run up to All Out, that mm -hmm. uh, JR was obviously quite heavily involved in as the interview. I thought those were very good. Yeah, they were. I think he works as uh, good on, as a one-to-one -one interviewer. Don't get me wrong. I just, I just think he needs to take a break from the commentary because the guys they've got already, you don't need a third. They work well enough as it is on their own. Yeah, yeah, Fair. really good stuff from Golden Boy again. Yeah, and it's good that he's part of uh, all Root wrestling now. So yeah, but uh, yeah, let's move on to the main card. Indeed. Um, so we the first match on the card was SoCal Uncensored, or the team of Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky, or apparently, um, as the the graphic likes to show you, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky SCU with Christopher Daniels. Production errors, fantastic. With Christopher Daniels. It was SCU. It wouldn't. It wouldn't, it it was, wouldn't be the first production error with the titles. It was SCU with. Yeah, I just. Uh, it it reminds me. I think they just literally. 
I, they just copy and pasted the graphic when they had the tag team with uh, Christopher at ringside last time. Yeah. Uh, but they were against, and they've got a couple of names here. The team of Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. You can choose either Jurassic Express or a boy. A boy and his dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I quite prefer a boy and his dinosaur and Marco Stunt. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's Brady. A boy and his dinosaur, and the other one. No, no, they've got a good, they've got a, a, a fun thing going on there. So fair enough. Uh, the, uh, if the crowd, the crowd just went nuts with this. Yeah, they were, yeah. they were really, really loud during this match. Oh, they were hot. They were very hot, Stupid especially, hot. especially for that hot tag of Jungle so- uh, you know, Luchasaurus getting in oh. there. Luchasaurus. <laughs> We have a future world champion, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, if not, um, if not, possibly if they introduce a secondary title, you're looking at a, a, a good workhorse he champion can, he right can there. Do, he can do bloody everything, apparently. <laughs> Absolutely everything, Luchasaurus. And it makes no damn sense. If you, if you, came, to me, if you came up to me and said, did you know that uh, the most exciting prospect coming out of AEW was a very, very tall man called Luchasaurus. What did I say all the way back at All In? Did I not pin Luchasaurus back then? Did you pin you? Did you pin <laughs> him? No, you no, You haven't got a one-loss record over Luchasaurus. Yes. We're, pre- uh, we're pretty fast and lose here on an MKO, but we're pretty certain about that fact. You have not been... Okay, we're going to start tweeting Luchasaurus. <laughs> Guy here in Portsmouth reckons he can take it. Come on, the though, show. Gra- though granted, you didn't think that uh, his team would actually win in this match because you actually thought that SCU was uh, going to win this, and you were right. SCU were SCU needs to win. I'll strip that belt off you. You can't. I think you'll find that I think you'll find that the name on the contract doesn't say Titans Creed. <laughs> it does. I think you'll find I'm editing this, so uh, it will be whatever <laughs> I damn well say it does. Um, I wonder where that briefcase I had is. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good match. Uh, SCU and Jurassic Express are doing wonders. The crowd good was stuff. very, very hot stuff. at the beginning of the show and everything else, and uh, it's not surprising to see why. Uh, there's a lot of guys there. SCU uh, with a deserved win. Um, yep. It's to be fair, but we'll move SCU on. SCU are a bit weird, aren't they? Because they're, they're essentially a heel team, but they're over. No, they're a face team that acts like a heel team that gets a tweener reaction. Yep. <laughs> that's that's commonplace now. The the, the, the environment for uh, for this, this is the worst place. I've the stick ever is still. Been. It's the yeah. worst place to treat this not everybody, and it's it's not. And with a show of respect at the end as well, really yes. put really putting over yeah. really putting over everybody in the team, the entire yeah. the entire team. Again, again, Jungle Boy, despite being so young. Lots of potential. Or it's like JR said, Jungle Jack. Don't know he keeps saying Jungle Jack because Jack's his name. So he keeps saying him Jungle Jack. <laughs> Call him JJ now. Well, yeah, Mo- moving on. <laughs> moving, moving on to a match I'm quite sure both of you want to talk oh, about. Pat out. versus Kenny Omega. In a single For a last minute match, this was a barnstormer. Pack obviously Jeez. replacing um, 
the former Dean Ambrose, one uh, Mr. John, John Moxley, Moxley. Uh, as he's out with a staff injury. Mercer is a bitch, and I hope John Moxley gets better soon. Uh, but Pac has stepped in to replace uh, very last minute. I think it was only a week uh, that they had the time to announce this. My God, what a match. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, the, the, the athleticism of Pac. My God. And it's like... Uh... That that face crusher where he, he's he's being face and he's somehow flipped out of it into and just stood, standing stood position. It's like how <laughs> I, I I went back and watched that about three or four times from trying how he did that. How you just sheer momentum? I have no idea. How you and it's stuff like that 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 just impresses me every time. Yeah. And, and I'm surprised he never got much else pushed when he was Neville in WWE because Neville, obviously back then uh, WWE didn't know what the fuck they had no they did they and, made him heal and they gave him the cruiserweight championship and he had an amazing I, the run. cruiserweight title yeah not the intercontinental title not the US title or even the chance at the world title no cruiserweight because he's a small boy the small boy. Small, small boy. He doesn't talk the proper English like. Yeah, uh. maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Doug didn't understand what he was saying. Uh, of course not. He doesn't. He doesn't know any. He doesn't understand anyone. Absolutely not. Um, good match. Good, very good ending. Very good ending. I Love thought it was going to be more of a pin than a referee stoppage because of the way that Omega went over. Yeah, I mean, putting that, putting in the submission. Um, uh, from an escape off the one winged angel, yeah, into nice. into the I don't, I forgot what Pax called it now. It's not the Rings of Saturn. He's not calling it anymore. He's uh, or it's not called that. It's, it's called something else. The but um, bastard device. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, but uh, yeah, put it in that standing position and then bringing him down into the mat uh, and you know not uh, getting brutalizer. the Brut- brutalizer. All right. Um, You're right, the bastard device is <laughs> much better. Yeah. Um, and then putting them like, down and just getting the, 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 the pass out. I, I do want to remind people that, you know, before they gave it a name, I did come up with a Bailey to Belly as well. And they, I tweeted it at them both, uh, both WWE and Bailey, and they started using it the following week. I'm not saying that I'm really good at name and finishing moves, but yeah. I'm really good at name and finishing moves. He's taught Bailey everything she knows. Exactly. He's got a pinfall victory. Except chair shots. <laughs> except, except chair shots. I have not shown Bailey how to do hang, a hang on. chair shot. Yet. When when was this? Was this during her NXT days? Quite or possibly. Was this when she That's was why doing he's got the bell. Main roster. <laughs> see, 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 this, see this right here? See this right here? That remains on my shoulder. I don't think you were watching Bailey in NXT. You don't know that. Of course he wasn't. Uh, yeah, I was. I watched a particular fucking Iron Man match. <laughs> I, watched, I watched a, a match. particular Iron Man. Ah, okay, okay. All right. I'll have I'll have you know I have seen her on television, and that That's is true. all that is required. Uh, right. Anyway, uh, back on topic, guys. Pack versus uh, Kenny Omega. Bloody good. Bloody good. awesome. A very a very. A high contender for match of the night. Did you like the way it ended? Did you think it was feasible yes. the way it ended, or would you have liked? Oh to yeah, it was feasible. I mean, there, it was a bit of a a bit of a sloppy. I think I think uh, they were trying to do the 
like before it led to that finish they were trying to do the whole uh you know poison rana move uh yeah there, that, that, was, that was a bit, of a flop, was a bit sloppy it? thing but i think it i think it did all right i don't think the crowd for... was particularly happy with it but well, oh, well, the crowd wasn't happy because they want because they wanted Kenny Omega to win, obviously. Because Kenny Omega now has a negative win loss record again. Well, yeah. yeah, and it and what what's what they've done in doing this is they've actually made an interesting situation because when Moxley pulled out and they did the they had the video package where uh, Omega was told that Moxley had pulled out mid recording and then he went on to cut a pretty vicious promo about how moxley couldn't you know couldn't hang he couldn't do a month in uh omega's shoes and how now oh, you found out what it's like to be an independent wrestler now and you couldn't do it and you couldn't and, and what have you so you you've had that of him going out off of that and saying that he's superior and then omega's gone and lost to pack so now you've got a situation whereby technically neither of them are in a place, but they've both got to prove something. Yeah. And after that, for either one of them, you've still got Pack. Pack yeah. Moxley would be an absolute. I think the three of them in a triple threat match. Pa- yeah. Well, we need to have Pack. You need to have Pack. Pack and Moxley first, rather. We need to have Pack and Moxley, and we need to have Omega. But that that might just end up just imploding the state, the uh, yeah. arena. You know. <laughs> But speaking of triple threat matches, the next match on the card was Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen and Joey Janela in a. Uh-uh. I I'm, I call it a triple threat match, but apparently they called it a cracker barrel clash, which I didn't even realize until then. It was sponsored, yeah. It was a yeah, freeway was match. Thing, yeah, yeah it was a sponsored I did, I, match by Cracker Barrel. I didn't even realize it was called a cracker barrel clash until that spot on the on the stairs uh, towards the <laughs> yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So. My little thing Tony. that I said last time around about, hey, these guys would be very good as a team. We had that for like one pay per view, yeah. And then the next pay- and the next show after that is them <laughs> is them all trying to kill each other. Um, this was all right. Oh, it, it was, was it's a fantastic match. It I was really brutal as well. I mean, I, it was Jesus Christ. so much better than I expected it to be. It was a heavy spot. It was. It, oh, this yeah. was not a work rate match. This was no, car crash, war. and it was great car crash but, material. Like the the stuff, the the in, innovators. Granted, the spot they were going full thrall from the get go. Mm, uh, what that, that spots was, that they yeah. wanted to get get into, going to uh, certain things like uh, the the uh, you know Jimmy Havoc being. Duct tape to a chair, having tacks put into his mouth, mouth and duct tape in his mouth and whatnot, and then moving on to um, you know, blooming the the barrel spot where, you know, um, uh, um, Alan um, or uh, yeah, Darby Dar- Dar- Allen with a coffin drop with the, the with car. the barrel off the top onto the, the steps. Oh god, that, oh. that spot was brutal. Yeah. And that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't even the before that was the 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 skateboard with the he didn't yeah he didn't, he didn't alley on onto his like, back bloody <laughs> hell is great that's, that's creative yeah there, there was some very creative spots in this hardcore match and it's like and it mm. didn't have to involve that much and granted there wasn't that much bloodshed 
in it. No, it wasn't. It's like, because we had like, you know, basic you know, before Matt, before this, we had like a basic kind of like hardcore style kind of like things and blading jobs. I mean, we saw the blood that was pissing in the uh, Cody versus Dustin mm. match uh, back it's at very, uh, Double yeah. or Nothing. But in this match, it wasn't that heavily. It wasn't blood no, heavy. It was stuff. It was, it was stuff that. It was stuff that hurt. Yeah, but it was not stuff that cut or. But we we had we had pretend cutting. But but that kind of worked because it just it's your it, imagination. It made you go ah. It makes yeah. you makes you think back or across the back, oh, you know. We've um, been in that situation before, where we've had paper cuts and we've had yeah, these kind everyone, of like. Everyone knows it. If you look at what's the worst thing that happened? Well, you've got this webbing between your between your fingers. It's like, what if you cut through that? Oh, um, but it was nice. Um, Joey Janela continues his thing with Cornette because we had the. We, we <laughs> oh yeah, the tennis the, the tennis racket and <laughs> practically throwing up at the sight of it. Yeah. He should have used it. It's, it's a tennis racket. It'll, it'll, you know, it'll knock you out. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> just get a ball tax and just. Yeah, that was yeah, that was nice. Um, the 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 monkey flip in the chair spot was fun because nobody was really expecting it. Everyone was basically land in the heap and not actually just land like plum smack bang in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Oh, I'm perfectly fine. That's quite nice. Um, and I think actually that the right person went over as well. Yeah, uh, although granted, I, I think I should have gone for him because uh, Jimmy Havoc needed this. Uh, when I think commentary it... put it put it right on this one. It's like if you had a bet on whether the person at the beginning of this match got a mouthful of tax and you had them on to win, would you would you would you think they would have done it? No, uh, no, no. Well... They, they need to establish Jimmy Havoc as their absolute crazy man. Yeah. Well, it's, based upon what, what everyone well, gra knows well granted because is. we had because we had that unsanctioned match between John uh, John Moxley and uh, 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 Joey Janelli mm. uh, it's expected that John Moxley and uh, Jimmy Havoc are going to clash at some point yeah sometime it's, down the line and it, that's going to be it's a madness thing. but having him having him set up as the proper you know this is the man you have to be in a hardcore situation yeah I, that's good that's, that's good. It's something for the something for the mid cards to work with, mm -hmm. and you've got potential story there with Darby trying to do all kinds of crazy shit to eclipse him. So, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, good match all around. Um, we go on to the next one, which was the Dark Order of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson defeating the best friends of Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. Uh, the winners of this match receiving a first round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament, which I believe starts on TV. Starts on the first tape, uh, first TV tapings, yes. Hmm. So, yeah, Dark Order versus the Best Friends. Um, the crowd were pretty dead for this one. Um, yeah, I, that the match prior uh, prior to this obviously killed this next match. Uh, hmm. After after all that excitement. In fact, actually, after the excitement of those two matches... You then come to this tag match and everyone's exhausted mm -hmm. um, after that. And uh, it's it very showing. And granted, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a pick. It wasn't, it didn't carry on that energy. It, it just fell down a little bit. It, it had a weird position in the card because you, you'd have thought it would have been like you know, second 
match with the card or really um you're right there's been a couple of really heavy hitting matches beforehand yeah. it was it's you know it's, it's a qualifying round match event again it felt like a tv match yeah this mm. one yeah shame uh, i mean it did have it did have wrong with it yeah i mean the, the the best friends did get a pop of uh, them getting the hug and whatnot i, lo- I like what they do with it actually whenever they do the hug they do crash zoom out to see yeah. it's like oh hey! <laughs> it's pretty good yeah. there's no reason for them to do that but, it, no. it, but I, I love that they do that, that's a little production things that you're like yeah just a little thing nice. i mean it was nice it was like because you essentially had you essentially had like shikara versus shikara here yeah it's it's just um, a shame then, that it's yeah. just a shame that the dark order can't be their face incarnation off the video game referencing no, they can't. Super Smash Brothers, and but it's you know they're, they're starting to get something. I mean, the the fatality finishes good. Well, granted, they got that spot at least. Yeah, that's nice. But um, know, other than that, yeah, you not got really much. I mean, else they need a little bit more to a little bit more to work with. I think. Yeah, Again, I mean, they got they got I, the. I feel this is going to be something when TV time happens and people get mic time and we see where the strengths lie. And yeah, thing. Thing, this week no one's really got mic time except in. Being the elite, really. Being, uh, yeah, well, because because they, they didn't have that promo with best friends bef- after I, they won their match. I, I, I hated Fighter Fest, I think it was. I hated the the best friends. I think it was on the road to all out. I think I that video was, was very long with them. I really mm. didn't like it. Um, we need some more packages to establish why everybody is dominant. Why exactly important. Speaking of packages, we totally forgot this uh, on the buy-in. Uh, that package for that uh, new wrestler that's going to be hitting... Um, I didn't mention oh, it because oh. I thought it was shit. Yeah. It was... Oh, what is that? oh, oh there's a, tip- a man. A typical, He's got to, there's typical. a man and his lady. They're walking down the streets t- of Chicago. There's a gang because Chicago. And it's black oh, kids. stuff's happening. Um, it's black kids. Just black kids. And then a white guy beats on four black kids. Yes. Thank you for the grade A video package, which was didn't explain anything other than he is a really large white guy. And he's got a very complicated name to pronounce. It was it was a dog shit package, yeah. um, is what it was. I'm not, in, but, I'm not interested in finding out anything to do with the guy. Yeah. But thus it was a failure. <laughs> but back to the match, Dark Order win with the in- uh, interruption with the minions and whatnot. But the little uh, little surprise at the end was very good. Yes. We had the, some nicely squeezed Orange Cassidy making the save for the best friends. He ran. <laughs> he ran. He ran. Hands that... and pockets. I'm going to tell you that the two most dreaded words I I hate to hear so much in one evening is suicide, Tope Suicina. Fucking heard that so much <laughs> last night, and I've heard it ever since. What's his face? Who who's doing commentary? Maronello. Ma- ever mm. since Maronello started using it on SmackDown, and everybody's put it in their vocabulary on the mainstream uh, American wrestling now. You. Oh my god! The amount of times well, they it's, said it. It's last better night. than saying suicide. Suicide, dive. Dive. suicide is not a word that should be. Said. I get that, but I'm sick of hearing it. Tope Suicina is literally well, the two words which needs to be eradicated from programmer language. Well, may- maybe they'll replace it with tor- uh, torpedo dive. Or Good. Sometime down the line, who knows? Good. Uh, hey, 
Commentators, use turbo. Uh, you, use, use turbo. Ter- turbo use, dive live. live. But speaking to, to, of, torpedo dive live. But speaking of the uh, of the Tope Suicina, uh, that fucking the the fucking hands in pockets one that Cassidy. Yeah, was uh, he's amazing. good. He, he, Orange Cassidy, by God, he was able to do that very well with just his hands in his pockets, being able to get back into the ring, roll into the ring, and do a nip up with all his hands in his pockets. Man knows how to be athletic with just his feet. We know from his previous career prior to Orange Cassidy in, in the colony. So, and again, the, the result of that, they kind of did it without saying it. It's just like, hey, these are all guys, and these guys are friends from Chicago and the Indy and they know each other and stuff. And, and, and oh, and Dark Order, with the did. Dark Order, though, who Orange Cassidy is as well. And, yeah. And it's good. He never, he didn't lose his glasses this time because I he believe didn't know. In, yeah, in in the battle in the Casino Battle Royal where he was featured and whatnot, he lost his glasses, I believe. And um, uh, Trent no, didn't lose his bandana either. Nah. So it was good no. that he was able to keep keep it all on tonight. Yeah. And, and AW, keep cool. has, AW has found some kind of adhesive <laughs> that is going to absolutely revolutionise the entire wrestling industry. Indeed. Um, it's, it's freshly squeezed as well. And moving on to the next match of Riho versus Hikaru Shida, facing Nyla Rose for the inaugural AEW Women's Championship match on the first showing on October the second. I enjoyed this. I thought it was really fucking good. They they set it up like um, Riho winning was like a big shock. Like um, an underdog, and I, I thought she was winning from the get go. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, no, I've been her. dominant um, since her, since her. Yeah, except for the tag team match, she lost that fight. Yeah, except for the tag team match. Is that for that? But, but you got you got to remember that Rio has gone in with the fact that she's pretty good friends with Kenny Omega. So yeah, this is why I'm pretty certain that she's winning the belt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's not winning any belt, but well, I don't she know, is because, because he's because... super super high on her. Well, well, I don't, I don't know because uh, it's now leading to the point where what was it? Nyla Rose um, has apparently Nyla Rose and Rio have some history, apparently. So they're gonna work on that here, and I think it's like Ni- Rio has a win over Nyla Rose, and Nyla Rose has got to find some. Yeah, this is true because she she got like the that. she got the roll up on uh, Nyla in the first. One around or whatever. Yeah, it was. the 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 six person tag match. Yeah, she she got the she got the surprise roll up or whatever yeah. it was or the surprise pin. So then, so yeah, so Nyla's motivated to get revenge in that sense, and it was the yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good match. This it was a really good match. probably probably the best Japanese match we've had so far. Yes, every all, all the other ones so far, as I've said on the other recordings we've done, have felt very slow paced and very methodical this one's felt a little bit more looser and very fast in the way it's gone it's mm. it's got a little bit more american style yes mm. and this is all going to help because they mentioned that you know rio's moving over to the u.s now she's just she just she's finalized just finalized the rest of her commitments over there she's just sorting stuff out mm. and then she's going to move over to america and then once obviously once a lot of these wrestlers are over in america they're going to more acclimatize to the style a lot quicker because they'll um, be able to train with it a little bit more. Yeah, they'll be trained with it. And then, then we won't have the situation we've had a few times so far with AEW in that 
getting those different international styles to gel and have those um, have those wrestlers who haven't wrestled each other before being able to perform without looking really clunky. Yeah, hmm. I'd agree with that. But yeah. but it, match. Was, it was a good match. I had Rio. We, I think we all had Rio to win. To be fair, yeah. Um, I mean, there's not really a lot more you can say past that. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, Cody uh, with MJF at ringside with some sort of Star Trek entrance for some bizarre fucking reason um, with Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. And I want to point out that in a video that unfortunately never made recording because of the audio mess up and everything else, I did say to Turbo when we recorded it that I fully expected Arn Anderson to appear. Yeah, we were expecting another four horsemen to appear. And wouldn't you know it, he did appear, but he was there as an actual enforcer to enforce equality for the match. Enforcer Arn Anderson. And granted, he he might need to get a little workout. He's, he's, oh, I don't think he'll be he, making... He can't. He's fully retired because of his, his health thing. Yeah, he's I don't healthy. think he'll be making yeah, but many he's, he's just... He's, he does. He, look, he does. He does. He does a, a spinebuster a decade. Okay. We might need a little DDPY, maybe. I don't know. But um, but no. Uh, he's he can still do a spinebuster. There's no questioning that fact. He can still do double A spinebuster and do it with ease, essentially. So that's good. That was good. Was good. But this. So this. This started off. With another one of those logical steps, actually, that in hindsight you go, "Oh, that's you know, that's why that was the case." Because all in the build-up to this match, which obviously the the, the kicker was from the, the last pay-per-view when Sean Spears decided to cave Cody's head in with a steel chair, yep. and then we had all the hullabaloo as a result of that. Mm. Throughout the entire video package stuff that we've had in the, the interviews uh, and the, the contract signing and what have you, Cody has been had been kind of detached from the situation, especially in that contract signing mm-hmm. video. He just came in, boom, signed it, is done. Didn't he didn't care about the conditions? It was done. It was dusted. And even Sean Spears was like, hey, "You can't, you can't do this. You can't just sign it and then walk off." But that's what he did. Um, but as soon as he was in the ring, as soon as he was in the ring, he was then at a point where he could attack Sean Spears without any comeback. He was then in a sort of a legally, legally okay situation to attack. He couldn't just randomly start attacking Sean Spears in the middle of um, in the middle of the contract signing at, at the AEW headquarters because he's not in that position anymore. He can't just go and do things like that. So the fact that he was like the, the, the millisecond that he was in the he was in the ring, he went straight on the attack, diving over the top and straight onto him. So just the, the, the fact that it was, it was like he was waiting, 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 waiting it is now acceptable for me to do this. I'm going to murder you. Because you know, I, I I cannot be legally punished or anything. I I, I quite liked that as a little, little subtle thing. Um, and again, again, it makes absolute sense that just as we had with uh, with Britt Baker and, and and B Priestley, 
give us the opportunity to punish the, the person who, who hurt us, that will be taken and will be used judiciously. Yeah. That said, really I'm not quite sure why Cody decided he wanted to turn to Sting halfway through. <laughs> Um, Cody was about four different wrestlers at one at one point, all from all from old WCW. But um, yeah, <laughs> but the particularly the, the, that Sting. The, yeah, the, the the wake up sort of the wake up no sell was and and, and reaction afterwards was was so was so ninety Sting. Yeah, <laughs> it was so so Sting. He just needed the face paint. He could have borrowed it from Dustin. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, also uh, the the hints uh, of like with um, you know um, MGF being in Cody's MJF, corner and whatnot. Yeah, it's like no, okay. he wasn't. He was trying to help, but he wasn't Love really it. helping. And it and the notion of him being it, was he being more of a hindrance than he was being a help. Yeah. And it was like you know, and then with you know him with uh, Blanchard just going at each other and whatnot. And trying to you know have scuffles be- uh, between those two, and um, you know, and then at the very end um, with you know MGF, that camera shot, that damn like, camera shot, where you just see him go in and pick up the chair, and you know, and then it kind of cut back, and he's just as he's looking at it, and everybody. They've got us so well on this mm-hmm. because even when we, even when he was going against Tully. Mm-hmm. We were looking for stuff. We were looking yeah. for any kind of hint. We're waiting, waiting for him to do the turn every single time. It's just that that, that that little hint, the little glint in the eye when he had the chair. Of, oh, is he going to do it? But Cody turned around and he was all like, oh, I've got this chair. Oh, well done, buddy. Well done, Captain. I was like, oh, just... It, when it when it finally happens, this this slow burn, when it finally finally happens, it will properly properly make MJF, yeah, and well deserved at that point. But yes, uh, Cody wins. Um, will this be the end of this blood feud that apparently has started? Doubtful. According according to Cody, it is. Yeah, apparently from this match, yeah, it seems like it. Fair He's enough. done with him. We're not. We're not. Sean is done with Cody. Sean. Yeah. I'm not finished with you. I doubt, doubt it, yeah. Uh, but moving on to the penultimate match of the night, we've got the Lucha Brothers of the of Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix uh, against the Young Bucks of Matt and Nick Jackson in an Escalera de la Mirta for the AAA World Tag Team Championship. And for those of you who don't speak Spanish, it is the Ladder of Death match. Mm. Of um, There was quite a lot of death happening there was, there was in this match. Quite a lot of uh, ladders as well. Yeah, and a, a I, lot of ta- tables as well. Yeah, glad I, I there wasn't any chairs. I do love them that they've they've got the the gold and black aesthetic on the ladders. I think that actually works really yeah. well, and it makes it stand out really well. Yeah. Um, well, it looks yeah, more sturdier as well. Buck said it was like the most sort of vicious ladder match they've ever been in. Um, well, it, it's it's the most vicious one they've ever been in since their battle with the Hardys prior to Mania when they came back. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't seen that, by the way, do seek it out. I think it's Ring of Honor. I think it um, was Ring of Honor. So you say do seek it out because that was just freaking ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen the match itself, but I heard it was quite a brutal match, and and yeah. they were able to do a, uh, able to go to WrestleMania afterwards and can, compete in that other ladder match. Oh my god! Uh, 
But yeah, uh, what did you boys think of this match? Oh yeah, um, granted there was a really good, uh, some crazy spots, a lot of crazy spots, uh, even some interesting spots. Like I loved uh, one moment where uh, each had the other team's members on a table, and they were kind of like going up some ladders, and they were like going each other and say, "If you do that, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill him." And he's like, you do it. No, I will. You don't. I'll do yeah, that. I'll the, get the younger so, brother. The younger brothers had the elder. Yeah, and then they both get each, uh, get them in one night. That was a good spot. Uh, and then, ah, uh, what was it? Was it? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Do we know? I'm if the, it. It's if a code red from the the going over the ladder and then. Through the Lucha, uh, Lucha Brothers putting through one of the uh, the other. You, you put Nick Jackson like head first, spiked him. Ah! The table. It was like I was pretty certain his neck was broken. Oh! I I, I honestly had no the idea spot, how on earth the he moved after that. The spots the Jackson Brothers were going through those tables. My God! Especially the last one, with uh, I forgot which one cut up their hand, um, in a table spot where they were thrown off the uh pushed off the ladder into the tables oh, that were right. on the outside close to the end of the match oh that, yeah. was, that, that was that was nick again he, he didn't he yeah. didn't get enough momentum and he just sort of he he just clipped, the and rope clipped, and it uh, fell and give it straight through yeah yeah that's, that's and he cut and his hand the end result of it that was oh. was the um do we know if the mask coming off i think it was pentagon was that um an accident or? no that was deliberate that i i would think that would be deliberate. it was what what we had what we had throughout this was a very very interesting wrestling story that they that they put out because at the beginning we knew coming into this that the that it's you know it's trying they're trying to prove they're the best and throughout the match it went from okay we'll respect each other to you know we're going well, to do we kind of respect you hence the zero 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 dick yeah. um <laughs> stuff and it, it sort of dissolved from then because we had the one up we had the try the try and tested one up membership then we had the mocking then we had trying to, to to really properly outdo each other. Then you went to that stage where, you know, it was it was like verses in terms of the moves and and the, the back and forth and the stuff that we had on the ladder, as you mentioned. By the time we got to here, the the tone of the match had really changed, mm. and it and the how the teams were seeing each other had really changed it wasn't that respect anymore it was much more much more aggression much more anger much more hatred in the situation so when you when you had that situation on top of the ladder between pentagon jr and matt jackson you had matt jackson commit the the, the cardinal sin in order to finally get the advantage which is to unmask pentagon Junior, which is, of course breaks all the rules. The crowd booed. Crowd booed about Ben. He sort of looked. He's looking, but no, the, the, the belts. The belt. I, I can get the belts now. And but the, the crowd weren't having it no. because unmasking a luchador, absolute cardinal yeah, sin. How could booed. you? And then, and of course, then karma happened because I'm not talking about awesome Kong here. Um, <laughs> he moved in that Pentagon went down, clutching his butt. Pentagon basket has taken off a lot recently. I'm just, just going to point that out. <laughs> Like pretty much think, every other match, the Pentagon Junior gets unmasked. Um, but he, he, he sort of went back to the ropes and he's trying to hide his face. And oh, I loved Excalibur, by the way, on, on commentary saying, "Take the camera away! Take the camera away from Pentagon. We don't need to see this. It's important. We don't. We don't see this." 
mm. from like the wrestling culture thing. He was like, he was like, really, yeah, we mustn't see this. Um, and but him coming back and pushing the ladder, and Matt Jackson just like tumbling off and falling into the ladder. That was nasty. That was a nasty yeah. landing. Was, like, as I said, they said it's a miracle that nobody actually has got really badly hurt. Yeah. In fact, they're not hurt, pretty much not hurt at all. Just minor. Um, and they're just. I, I they're, wouldn't say minor, but like, you know, yeah. But they they were if they said if you look at that afterwards. That you know, you'll be astounded that nobody doesn't have broken bones and that nobody isn't or really ended their career right then or, and there, or has yet always been put on the shelf for a very long time, if not permanently. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's it's interesting. And where they go now with that, um, as you mentioned, there's, there's there's so much creativity. Um, I've I completely underestimated Nick Jackson and his ability to just do ridiculous shit. I've no idea half the stuff he was he was coming up with, as, as I think you mentioned. Turbo. Yeah, but now we've got that, and we've got the also we've got the uh, former uh, LAX coming in, which they can't even use the name LAX either because Impact. Yeah, because they're not the original holders of that. Name. They're not the original yeah. LAX, in fairness, mm. but yeah. So call them, call them the trademark even lost, lost. Well, I think uh, what was it? Uh, Excalibur called them uh, the Los Burritos. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna go forward with that name. I think they'll have something else. They, they, they've been called a couple of things on the indie scene previously, and it, they yeah. might go to that. But they're, they're not sure if somebody owns the the trademark for that, so they're they're, they're, they're general they can... wrestler names. Is... If... If they can come up with a uh, Mexican way of calling them the Hell's Angels, uh, it's like what's what's the Mexican name for Hell's Angels? Because if they can call that, that would be a good name for them. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was quite an interesting way to end it. Uh, a few people were expecting it since everybody knew the Impact uh, contracts had run out with. Uh, mm. the- Lads, it was our it was our government WWE or AEW. No, and I think I think I think AEW was the co- right call for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, especially at this at this current time. And, and that and and you look at that tag team division now in AEW. That is gonna be manic in that yeah. tournament uh, there with all those teams there, and it's all really good teams and. Anyone could get those tag titles now yeah. with that. Uh, even uh, like what? Even the perceived four lower tier teams, if you want yeah. to call them, like like Dark Order, Angelico and Evans, best friends, and Boyd is dinosaur. We know all of those teams can have really really good matches mm-hmm. with pretty much anybody. And you, you've got other factors that haven't sort of come into play yet in terms of the tag team as well. Spoiled for choice, that tag team. Yeah. Spoiled for choice. Yeah. But we will step on to the last match on the card. Hangman Adam Page versus the Painmaker Chris Jericho for the inaugural AEW World Championship. Chris Jericho with his abs. <laughs> <laughs> he did have abs. He was at pains to show that he had abs, and you know he's 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 doing a wee bit of abs. This was a cool match to watch. 
Um, it felt very backwards and uh, back and forth uh, throughout the entirety of the actual match. I think that's what they were aiming for. To give it them, was. To give each of them the spotlight. Mm. Um, again, I mentioned it in the predictions video with me and John that uh, unfortunately never made the air. But giving it to Chris Jericho, I think, is the right reason, uh, is the right choice, because it actually gives it that level of prestige. Yeah. And the money's in the chase. The money is in as the al- chase. As always. We'll always risk The money is in the chase. You, I, I you wish he hadn't match? kicked out I, of the dead eye. Yeah. I, I, to, to try to make some kind of like, make Adam Page strong is to... I mean, although granted, in these championship matches, you have to kick out uh, your uh, the finisher at least once, and that Apparently was the case so, for, both, but we, for both men. This, but, in this uh, early uh, stage, except for, except for the devastating Judas effect. Oh Can't no, I love the Judas yet. effect. I love the Judas effect. I hate it. I, I I love the fact that Chris Jericho has got over a bloody spitting elbow as a. <laughs> Chris hey, Jericho could do anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. If, if John Cena can make make a a, a finisher of like a super punch, Hell, I like whatnot. how AEW have differentiated between the two versions of the walls, where you've got the proper Boston Crab and then you've got the half Boston. Well, not the half Boston, but the one where he puts the leg on the pressure. The, the lion tamer. They call it the lion tamer. I but really like, correct. whereas just WWE just went, oh, it's the wolves and he's cinched it in. Or it's the wolves and he's, oh, he's really put the pressure on. Yeah. I, I like the difference they've done there. They, yeah. they, they, I mean, they, did, they did like later on, but that was more because Jericho was was fighting more, pe- more people that were... Of a of a lighter build, a more athletic build, and so he was able to put the lion tamer on. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. They did. They did. They often refer to it as you know, walls of Jericho lion tamer style in WWE. You know, mm. so they did acknowledge it, but they didn't. They couldn't do it as much. Yeah. But yeah, let them just call it going. It's it's the walls. It's the lion tamer. It's, they're now recognised as two essentially two different moves. It's good. I enjoyed this match. I thought it was really really good. It was all right. Um, I thought it was a fitting way to end the uh, the actual the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I like I like the I like the reason why Jericho got it as well. Why Jericho? Because he because Page had done his spinning elbow a couple of times during the match, and it had worked for him, and it kind of got him out of a jam. So he went for it one more time. He went to the well once too often, and then. Jericho was able yeah. to get the news effect. Yeah. Crowd popped for it. Crowd knew exactly what was happening immediately. You know, the crowd are a little bit sparky, aren't they? So it was to be expected. Well, it was Chicago. A little bit. It, 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 it's Chicago is. and it's the AEW. But yes. It's by definition. By definition it was but... it was uh it was a very solid card. Um I think it could have been better. As I said, a couple of things just felt like they were T V matches. But uh if you had followed our predictions on the Twitter. You would know that. And still, your last minute kick out champion. Holding the gold still. Not not giving up. It's still here, boys. It's still here. And if you want another chance. <laughs> if you want another chance, we, boys. No, excuse me. You're going to do this. Yes, I'm going to do, do it again. Now. I'm going to do it again. You two can have another predictions fight. And you can do Don't it in Clash I want of Champions. Do a rematch or something? Nope. 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 I'll add a contract nope. 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 There's no, no contractual rematches no, anymore. No, 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 no. Next time, 
It's you and Kev. No. Champion no, makes it the is. rules. It is. I am not look, going through this shit again. Right. He, look, right. Excellent. Excellent. No, no, he's done. He's done. It's signed. It's the contract signed. You really, you really want me to do that? Give me this. Boys, 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 let me make this very simple to you, yeah? Clash of Champions is a very easy predictions one. I'm giving you a... It's a very easy predictions one. Yes. A lot of the... It's very easy. Okay, here's my prediction. I forfeit. Kevin wins. There we go. Yes! Yes. Wins and losses matter. AEW said so. Right. Um, fine. It's okay. Okay. No. Fine. But if I handicap beat, match, handicap match, early here first. Handicap match. I put. I'm putting it here. Yeah. If I beat Kevin with predictions <laughs> at Clash of Champions, you two have to go to predictions war again for Hell in a Cell. That's it. If I beat Kevin. Um, incidentally, guys watching and watching and listening, um, I did do my own set of predictions, and what would have been interesting was that I'd have tied Pete. Just um, like just like at WrestleMania that one year. Tied it with a type which well, would have been interesting. Because what happens then? I guess I guess it I guess it's, uh, it's the same uh, as a double count advantage out. Champions or, advantage. No, champions advantage. Champions, champions advantage. advantage. Alternatively, I cut that belt in half and your new co-host. No, it's because it's a shame that you weren't in, really. Then wasn't it? So it's a shame. I was so crap the previous. Yep. <laughs> well, you've been oh. crap. You've been crap since WrestleMania, my friend. So let's hope you can bring it around, shall we? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's my own fault for trying to for trying to come up with good reasons. You wanted WWE to do. Stuff. You wanted to fucking invoke a championship match at SummerSlam, and there you go. You fucked it. So, before we go to socials and wrap it up for the evening, what are your ratings for AEW's All Out, Mr. Kevin? Uh, I'm going to say a nice 7.5. Mr. Turbo. Um, I'm going to give it give this a... Uh, not as good as NXT UK TakeOver uh, Cardiff out of 10. <laughs> That's not a number. <laughs> No, but, but I just wanted—I just wanted to point it out because I was watching mind. that before AEW, and I actually thought that NXT uh, UK Takeover uh, Cardiff was actually better than. Well, there AEW. you go. You, you've got a thing to go watch NXT Takeover. It was better. No, it was also better than. It was also better apparently than the other NXT. Yeah. One, which so, is like, which is kind of pretty much unheard of. Yeah. So I would recommend uh, if any of you watching this uh go check that out because it is a very banger of a pay-per-view to watch and uh but i'll give AEW his credit and i'll give uh this one uh a solid seven yep no i'd agree with that it's a solid seven absolutely i would agree with that mr john turbo finley where can they find you on the internet if they want to find you you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TurboXLR, all in capitals there, as well as checking me out on the uh, Twitter scene at, uh, uh, not Twitter, Twitch scene at uh, twitch.tv forward slash live for all live stream content of gaming varieties on the Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at 7 p.m. UK time. Mr. Kevin, where can they find you on the internet? 
Uh, for YouTube, for Twitch, for Instagram, and for Facebook, it's Last Minute Continue altogether, no spaces. On Twitter, it is for me personally at the Kevin Eva. Alternatively, you can find uh, the parent site of all of this, Last Minute Continue, uh, at Last Min Continue. And finally, for the trio, for all of us, for all of our thoughts on wrestling here there and everywhere we are at faces in peril mr go. titus creed ladies, champ ladies and gentlemen where are you you can find your undisputed last minute kick out champion over on at titans creed on twitter <laughs> you can find it there at gaming phoenix if you don't want my daily bollocks you can find me on youtube at youtube.com slash project phoenix productions and finally you can find the champion on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions five to seven days a week because, you know, full-time everywhere, guys, including being your full-time champion. He's a 24-7 champion. Exactly, me. because apparently these it, dickheads think they can challenge me 24-7. Ladies and gentlemen... He's the best in all that he does. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been Pete Titans Creed Nevercoat, joined by Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva, and John Turbo Finley. They're being a bunch of dickheads. From all of us, until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care. Good night.